Are you curious about bodies, pleasure, and possibilities? And what about curious about what others are up to on the planet when it comes to pleasure, sex, and play? Have you considered what pleasure can do for your life, your body, and your bank account? Do you know something magical, delightful, and out of this world orgasmic is not only possible for you, but totally available to you? If you're ready to be the magical, sexual, sexy beast you know you can be, and you just need the tools to get there, you're in the right place. Now, here's the host of The Pleasure Zone, sensual movement artist, relationship and sex alchemist, Milica Yelenich. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Pleasure Zone. We are, if you're listening, you're a pleasure seeker and you are looking for more pleasure in your life and looking to have different ways to have more pleasure. If you are brand new, you have probably not realized that there are over 400 episodes, 450, I think now, episodes that you can go back and find many different topics, many different ideas, uh, anything from kink to history to psychology to releasing trauma. There is everything and anything you can imagine. And still, there's more. And I keep finding more ideas and more topics to talk about. If there are topics that interest you that you would love for me to talk about, I would love to talk about them. I love doing listener requests. Several shows are actually listener requests. And I will give you a shout out if you have mentioned um, a topic to me that I have done. So today... For those of you who are brand new, I want you to know that I have guests. Sometimes I have guests, sometimes I don't. And today I have a guest that's actually my cousin, Nata Yelenich. So we are going to be talking about breath work and breathing into pleasure. We're going to give you some tips and tools for breathing into pleasure. And before we get started, I just want to let you guys know a little bit about the structure of the show, how we actually do the show. So we generally have um, we generally have a lot of different things that we're going to look at. And in this show, we're probably going to give you some tips and tools closer to the end. So if you're one of those people who loves to just skim through and miss all the information and just go to the tips and tools, feel free to do that. They'll probably be in the last segment. So that's usually where I like to give the main tips and tools. However, if you like to have all of the other information and you are much more of an intent learner, an interested learner, then stay tuned and listen to all of this. So what uh, what we're going to be talking about today is breathing. And I don't know if you know this, but if you're listening, the chances are you're breathing. But are you breathing deeply? Are you breathing into pleasure? Are you actually breathing in a way that's conducive to your health? Or are you just breathing enough to stay alive? So we're going to look at different kinds of breath, what breath can do for you, why we would learn breath work, what we would do with it, how it can actually be pleasurable. We're going to be playing with my cousin and I'm just, my cousin has a, uh, her, you know, her roster of things is very large and wide. So we're going to just break it down to some simple things. So Natasha is a quantum goddess. She's an intuitive mm -hmm. healer, medicine woman, body energetics coach, ceremonial ceremonialist, and psychedelic integration coach. Nata helps to support and nourish the nervous system of her growing sisterhood and community. And there is a uh, link on the different... Um, the different posts for the show. So if you want to go look at the show descriptions, you're going to find a link in there to all the different things that Natasha offers. So I'm just going to take a deep breath, breathe myself into a little pleasure and presence. Mm -hmm. And welcome you, cousin. Thank you for being on the show today. And Thanks what had you say? Yes, cousin, I'll be on your show. Yes. By the way, we call each other cousins. So it may be weird for you guys, but it's how we operate. 
Yeah. Thank you for having me. It's always it's always a joy to to drive with you and to share information and and you know much of where I am in my journey is thanks to you. So thank you. <laughs> thanks for having me. Awesome. So we're going to be talking about breath work today, and I know this is something that came into your life in the last probably decade, maybe less than a decade. Uh, and when you started it, I know you really went with it. So what had you first of all get intrigued by breath work? What brought you to that? Um, I would say before the breath work, it was the somatic work. And then the breath work kind of fell into place because it was somatic breath work that I really like clicked in with. Um, and someone who is a shallow breather, I've always been a shallow breather. Um, my, my diaphragm doesn't expand. I had trauma in my body. So I wasn't able to actually breathe to my full capacity. And so what brought me in there was just like this healing and actually even working with you for, I don't know, like 15 years, uh, and helping to move that trauma, helping to find pleasure and joy within the body was really what, what was like the gateway to opening and, and to allowing that, um, that path of healing and that path of like self-discovery and intimacy and sensuality and, and being able to choose. <laughs> so that was kind of like the pivot into that was my own healing and my own trauma and healing that. I like that you added to be able to choose because there is a thing about when you don't breathe deeply, you actually don't connect with yourself and the choices you make may not be in line with what is the most conducive to your growth, your expansion and your healing. You'll, you know, you'll start to choose things based on fear. If you're doing a fear breath all the time, holding your breath and not holding your breath in a so there's different ways you would hold your breath you would hold your breath intentionally for for actually allowing your body to have different chemical responses but then you could be unintentionally holding your breath and not realize it and when you do that your body actually doesn't know how to move forward or make a choice you're actually frozen so the body goes into that state of it would be like a a parasympathetic dominance where everything stops, your breathing gets shallow, your heart rate gets shallow, your digestion gets shallow, everything kind of, you're frozen, right? And your breath is frozen. So one of the things uh, in breath work, if you can share with us, Natasha, is can you share one of the things uh, in terms of there's, I know there's different breathing techniques. One of the breathing techniques that could get somebody out of the frozen and more into uh, a hyper state so their body's activated. Yeah, so in terms of um, somatic breathwork specifically, so soma meaning body and then breathwork just using different te techniques, either slow or rapid breathing. And so what we're doing in, in somatic breath is we're, we're inducing a hyperventilation in the body. Um, so it's causing more of a stressful state, but in a very safe, safe kind of place. And, and so when we're, you know, and it's, it's, you know, I can give you an example, just breathing in through your belly and then releasing. And then when we do that double inhale, we're going belly, chest out, and we're imagining like a cycle, a cycle of breath. And so when we do this for 30 to 60 minutes, we are absolutely causing hyperventilation in the body. The body will start to do a whole slew of things. And perhaps these are things that we may have suppressed 
we may have hidden, we it could be traumas. So things will come up. And so when we're observing in the soma is really to observe the body. So like to remind yourself, oh, it's easy to escape the body. We do that a lot. We leave the body. But with this breath work specifically, it's we're geared to stay in the body, to come back into the body. What are you feeling in your body? What's coming up for you? What sensations are you feeling? And automatically now you're having, you're building this, this connection with your body because you're in it. So we got to build this connection. So I, it was just, it's fascinating to, to observe the different techniques. So anytime we're doing this, like holotropic breathing essentially is we're, we're inducing this hyperventilation, this stressful state. And then when we go into a breath hold, we're holding and we're tensing and we're holding all of that. And then we release it. And as we're releasing it, we're creating space within our whole being and your the tinglings or the tetany where the hands get really like this is like claw hands this is allowing us to expand allowing us to leave that like to take that memory that's stored in there and allow it to leave consciously we're choosing it yeah I guess twice. isn't that amazing and we can consciously choose to release things that we unconsciously didn't even know were there then they come up then they release and it's not it's that you don't necessarily have to process your way through it in in like the therapy the therapy sense of talking about it for 25 years your body will let it go and you may have an awareness and you're like wait a second i just had this traumatic experience released from my body oh and you don't have to reinvent it and you don't necessarily even have to revisit it although sometimes uh it will bring up stuff and you do need to have support after so having somebody who can coach you through it is super important so if you are wanting to do something like somatic breath work, it's lovely that you might want to try it on your own, but definitely doing it with somebody who's a facilitator like Nata is your way to go because doing it on your own, again, like you can bring up stuff. You might also be in the middle of a process of, a, of hyperventilation and get really afraid and not know that this is actually part of it or to know how to carry through or feel supported. So having having a, uh, something in place to help you to do that, whether you're getting coaching online or in person from a somatic breathwork practitioner is the way to go. So Natasha actually does stuff online and in person. So you can connect with her uh, through different means. You can go through Instagram is her main, her main way. And you'll find you'll be able to find her link. I'll let her talk about that in a minute, how you can connect with her through Instagram. You can watch her videos and see all the different things that she does and offers as well, because there's a lot more that she offers too with somatic breathwork. So we're going to dive into more of uh, also what she offers aside from just what is somatic breathwork, because it is good to know what somatic breathwork is. But it's also good to know if there's a practitioner in the world that actually suits you so that you can connect with them and do that. So when I was looking at somatic breath work um, years ago, I was in university. So I'm guessing 27 years ago, something like that. I was taking a class. It was on transformational psychology, no, transpersonal psychology. Uh, it was at the University of Windsor. And the University of Windsor and this uh, university in San Francisco at the time in like 1995 were the only universities who offered a course in transpersonal psychology. And that year, my teacher had had, generally he had 16 to 20 people in his class historically. And the year I chose that class was the year it's like the world opened up. And there were over 150 students in that class. And he didn't actually know what to do because he didn't cap his class. He didn't cap it for people to enter because he didn't think it would be that big. 
And the class ended up being, we usually, it would have normally been in a boardroom, but the class was so big that he expanded to all these other boardrooms around the class. So it was the craziest class to go to. You just didn't even know if you were going to be in the same room with the teacher. Uh, and, and because they had not planned it well, they never had a lecture, a proper lecture hall for him. So we were doing all kinds of weird things in this really confined space. And we were doing somatic breath work even in class. And we were uh, looking at the work of Stanislav Graf um, and his wife, whose name I can't remember right now, but what's her name? Christina Graf, yeah. Yeah, Christina Graf. So we were looking at their work and their work had developed from pranayama yoga and they kind of brought it to the West. And this is where a lot of somatic breath work uh, is born from, is from pranayama yoga. So if you are a yoga practitioner, you probably experience this in some way. If you've ever gone to a yoga class, you may have also experienced this in, to some degree. Unless you were in a class that was specifically geared towards breathing, you might not have had that full 30, 60, hour and a half uh, session that would have really allowed your body to release even deeper. So you can specifically go and have breath work sessions that are just breath work well not just breath work there's also going to be discussions but mainly breath work and you'll probably find that it's a very unique experience so if you have if you know that you have trauma this is for you if you don't even know if you have trauma and you feel frozen like if you're thinking i can't move forward or if you're thinking wow how come my bowels don't move or if you're thinking my heart rate's really off or you know there's so many conditions that would have you say yeah this is actually what i require is to let go of some of that trauma that's keeping me frozen putting me into this parasympathetic dominance and this breath work can bring you into more of a sympathetic dominance through the hyperventilation but then bring you back to calm so that your body can feel connected and doing this in a group like natasha offers group work can help you feel as part of a community as well mm -hmm. so we're going to talk a little bit about that we have a couple minutes before we go to break i just wanted to ask you um, a few questions related to breath work uh, instead of taking over the show and discussing you in front of you which is sometimes what i do <laughs> so i talked about some of the people that i think can benefit from breath work what is your awareness on who can benefit from breath work yeah, that's a great question. Um, and I'll kind of show up like what's showing up in my field in terms of clients that I've recently been attracting is people who are going through a transition. So a liminal, a liminal phase in their life. So these liminal phases, like either leaving a job or a relationship or wanting to do all these things and leave and, and, and start something new. So they're in this transition and perhaps their stress levels are kind of keeping them in the same spot. And like you even mentioned, like, like the metabolism, these are all things that we can, we can help with, with just like tuning into our breath so um anybody who's really just going through a transition or feeling that they're overly anxious and you know with all the environmental stuff going on right now it's it's quite like quite a common thing that everyone's experiencing the same types of symptoms so anyone really who's just wanting to change or create something new or break through something i would say I love that. It's really general. We will talk about when we come back from break, we'll talk about some of the people that maybe um, need to have some uh, confirmation that it's safe to be in class. So mm -hmm. for some people, there may be there may be some conditions health wise uh, or even mental health wise that need to have uh, some discussions before entering a class just cold you know, cold calling it. So we'll talk about that after break. So you're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. 
Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone Radio Show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email info at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet pleasure seekers. Today we are talking about the tips and tools for breathing into more pleasure, breathing into life, because shouldn't life be pleasurable? And if we can breathe into our bodies and breathe into life, we can breathe into pleasure and have more of it. And I'm talking with my guest today, my guest and my cousin, Nata Yalanich, who is a practitioner of breathwork, also many other things as well. If you haven't listened to the beginning of the show, then you didn't hear the whole bio on Natasha. Uh, Natasha, as we now have a new variation. I love this new variation with the um, parentheses, cousin. This is fun. Quantum goddess, intuitive healer, medicine woman, body energetics coach, ceremonialist, and psychedelic integration coach. That's the title we have. I love it. It's great. <laughs> so there's so many things that uh, so many courses that Nat has been on, especially in the last few years, there's been like this intensive healing process. So Natasha is not just bringing you stuff that's been read in a book. It's been experienced. It's been um, Natasha, whatever Natasha's offering is stuff that she's already done for herself as well. I'm a big believer. in if you're going to bring it out to the world, do it for you first. So um, when I do shows on certain topics, other than the one that I'm doing next week on asphyxiation, I'm not comfortable with being choked. I'm very aware of it. But most other things I have experienced, if I have brought it up, I probably experienced it. So uh, then I can actually speak to it. Yes. Yeah, so that that gives you an idea of things I've experienced in the world. And there are over 400 shows. So have fun with your imagination on that. <laughs> we're talking about breath work today what breathing can do for you why is breath necessary and one of the actually let's go to that like what why is breath necessary let's just keep it really simple 
Well, we need oxygen to survive. So that's <laughs> number one. Yeah. And especially for just tying it into pleasure, you know, our genitalia needs oxygen. We need to be able to move and have the blood flow moving. And if we have things that are blocking that or holding in, the, in like improper ways of holding our breath or shallow breathing, we're not feeding our whole body everything that we need, all those beautiful nutrients. Yeah, breast flow, breathing to bring oxygen into the blood to create blood flow, I think is a great, um, a great simplistic way to look at it. So, you know, if you've got a penis and it's got some erectile dysfunction, perhaps, perhaps doing some somatic breath work can assist that. Not only can it probably bring the blood flow more directly into your genitals, also, what it'll probably do is release any of the traumas that are connected to whatever is creating the erectile dysfunction. So yeah. even though Natasha doesn't have men's groups, maybe soon you will. <laughs> so, Men in my groups, you say, sir? Oh, you, I, I know you mostly direct your stuff at women, but let's just say you could have a whole men's group dedicated to erectile dysfunction. I'm just putting it out there. Yeah. So just on that Erectile dysfunction is it's a common thing. You know, there's lots of things yeah. happening environmentally that are causing erectile dysfunction. But what breathwork is doing is it's increasing nitric oxide and that's going to benefit erectile dysfunction. So if you're having that problem, start breathing. <laughs> yeah. Simple. What a great concept. And I have to say that the men who come to me with erectile dysfunction have very low breathing, have generally had heart conditions. So one of the things that when we're just going to go to to uh, erectile dysfunction for a minute. So they generally have heart conditions and that's one of the first things that will indicate a heart condition is erectile dysfunction. And then if you have a heart condition, then you probably don't have enough oxygen flowing. If you don't have enough oxygen flowing, you're probably not breathing. So we're just gonna reverse engineer that and look at how do we, how do we actually increase the breathing? So definitely somatic breath work can assist that. And perhaps, uh, perhaps there will be a program coming soon from, from Natasha on erectile dysfunction. I'd be happy to co-create that with you. Cool. So fun. <laughs> so then if it can do that for erectile dysfunction, what can it also do for bringing blood flow to the vulva? Absolutely. Exactly. Right. And also, you know, and, and thinking about even just the vulva and all the tissues and where we, where women store trauma. Where do we store trauma? We store trauma in our hips, in our genitalia, in our breasts, and in like deep in the tissues. So this is where if you combine breath work and somatic work, where you are actually touching yourself to help release those 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 pain points and, and, and the trauma you may not even have known. And breath is just like yeah. an extra added bonus. Big fan of breath work during masturbation. I think everybody should actually utilize that. It's a phenomenal tool. If um again, if you don't know how to do that and you need coaching on that, then you know who you can call. So I think, oh, go ahead, cousin. Yeah, I was just going to say, because I'm, I'm thinking about myself like 15 years ago and what, like with pleasure and intimacy, I would like tense up, right? So I would like hold my breath in like the worst ways possible where I, it didn't give me a choice to do anything, not to experience pleasure, not to escape nothing. I would just, I, would, I wouldn't even be there. So there are ways to, yes, we can incorporate breath work and breath holds that are going to actually channel that energy um, to the right areas of your body that are actually needing it. And also what I've Absolutely. noticed, what I've been seeing, because like you said, I'm an experiencer. So in some of my breath works, and I like to have just women's circles as well as men and women. But what comes up is like, if we're suppressing our sexual energy, it's going to come out 
So whether you like it or not, it may even come out in a journey of breath work with a bunch of women in the room. And there is no shame in any of this. This is like a sacred container when we open up these portals is for you to release it. And so what I like to direct women is to just bring that energy up, just bring it up, bring it up into your heart and release it from here. Because if we're suppressing our sexual desires and needs and our need for intimacy or pleasure, and it's like just being, you know, stored somewhere, when we access these levels of hyperventilation, this is going to come out whether you like it or not. So. Absolutely. So in other words, you may have orgasms in the class and enjoy that. It can be fun. But we'll bring it up. I don't think that. Yeah, we'll bring in it university, up. It was very awkward. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, but when you're in a when you're in a group of people and you kind of know them, or even if you don't know them, and the space has been created where it feels safe, this is what um, this is what you do. So yeah, we have a a conversation in the chat that's like, say what? And yeah, say what? Your body because it's releasing energy. It doesn't really matter what it is. Whatever you've held back on, if you've held back on those orgasms, it'll come back. If you've held back on that anger, it's going to come out. The sadness, whatever it is, your body holds that emotion and it will let it go. And it doesn't care what it is. So hopefully you can actually be in a space too where it's not relevant what the energy is as long as it's moving. As long as it's moving, we don't want those anything to get stopped. So yeah, bringing bringing breath into the genitals. There's work by Mantak Chia, who does uh, sexual qigong, and he he gets you to bring and circulate through breath work as well the energy into your genitals and circulate that through you. So you're circulating your your um, all your sexual qi through your body. So lots of different methods to do this, and always get somebody who to, who can facilitate you i'm not a fan of um i learned it on uh, i'm not i'm not a huge fan of just learning it on video and not experiencing it I've had a lot of people come across my path who have done who you know have done certifications online and they're like i'm a blah 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 master i'm not going to name it and i'm like that's fantastic i did blah 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 for over almost 20 years before I became before I chose to step into the role of blah 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 master so you know get some training get your hands on experience it um actually you know have go in have it done to you do work on others as well it's not something that you can just uh read in a book yeah, yeah. definitely love, reading yeah. the books can help give you some background as to why you might do it but it's not it's not your solution or your way to experience it I love how you said that like get your hands on it like literally get your hands on your body and start experiencing this because this is what brought you here is to experience this body and you know and what I found most and and the, the the cycle of women that I'm attracting into the field is also women who have a lot of um uh sexual trauma or shame guilt stories around sexuality stories around sensuality stories around pleasure and how a lot of people, when they come into either if they're grieving something or they're disappointed, they block pleasure out of their life. And so, and this is, it's wild. And they forget like what brings them joy. They forget what actually would light them up. And so the first thing and, and why I love breath work, it's, it's a connection with you first. You're reconnecting with yourself and we're reaching states equivalent to psychedelics. So I also work with psychedelics, but we can reach these states without any medicines, which is really powerful. And it's powerful in a way of 
accessing, we don't actually have to know what we're releasing. I think you mentioned that earlier. Like if it's shame or guilt or anger or disgust that's somewhere in our body, we don't have to like write a book about what's coming up, just honoring that it's leaving and that we're now creating more space and we're releasing the tension and the pain from our bodies so that we can now access more of, oh, what actually brings joy in my life? What actually feels really good on my body? So it's a beautiful yeah, gateway. I love that. Connecting with you, it's so important. We're so used to being trained to connect with others, even as children, right? People will look in your baby's eye and they like insist on connecting with your child and your child's like, meh, I don't care. That was my, that's my Ziva. <laughs> so it, there are so many people Ziva would just look at and go, meh, not interested in connecting. And, and people would try and force connection, which was very intrusive and actually quite rude. So what they're forgetting most of the time, the people who are like forcing connection were people who who did not connect to themselves and felt such a desperate need for somebody to acknowledge them that they're trying to force it on people like on children and whatever. So and I'm just saying about acknowledgement, never mind the other layers of things that people do to try and get attention. But if you can connect with you first, then then having that from somebody else having acknowledgement from somebody else is it's like a, it's supplemental it's just a bonus it's not something that's required it's just like fun and so when you have that then the people you invite into your life you don't need them they're just a fun bonus and it's actually really fun to be living a life where you don't need people they're in your life and it's like it's just a bonus for all of you so it gets you out of the codependency too. Mm. So when you connect with you, you can move out of a lot of that codependency, which is so important. There's so much codependency in the world, whether it's with people or, you know, drugs, alcohol, um, you know, food, sex, like all the things that are addictions are usually a form of a codependency. So being able to connect with you can assist with a lot of that. So if you are going through addictions, breathwork can also help you connect with you to help you move through that. And I know it sounds like we're talking about breathwork as if it's the end all be all, but it's so integral to our life. Like if you're not breathing, you're not living. And if you're not breathing properly, you're not living properly. I'm just going to simplify it to that. Yeah. Or optimally, right? We're not living optimally. Optimally. Yeah. So yeah, we're going to head to our next commercial break. Who knows what we're going to talk about when we come back from break. We'll find out. <laughs> You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for the Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Interested in masturbating for money, copulating for consciousness, and pleasuring on purpose? 21 Days of Sexual Magicism with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich is an exploration of tools, processes, and actions 
that you can use to create more for your life, your body, your money inflows, and so much more. Graduated learning for all levels of interest. Learn at your own pace via video classes or join the yearly live class. Take a peek at www.melitzayelenich.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email, info at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet pleasure seekers. The last time we came back from break, I was supposed to tap back into the subject of who should not be doing breath work. And you know what I did? I didn't do that. So we're going to address that now. So I was just being in a, a little bit of a manipulator to get you guys to stick around. <laughs> so so what, what's your awareness on that, Natasha? What, what uh, you know, are there any people that need to have some more awareness around breath work before they say yes to it? Uh, does anybody need approval, like medical approval or anything like that? Yeah, great question. And something I always go over before any breath work. But just in general, everyone can practice a breath work <laughs> like any there's, you know, down regulated breath works, which is more of a relaxation breath work, which there is no contraindications to breathe with ease. When we're talking about mm -hmm. this holotropic breathing and, and the somatic breath work where we're inducing the, the hyperventilation, then, yeah, there are. I would say um, the main ones, um, pregnancy. So if you're pregnant, you don't want to be, you know contraindications, um, cardiovascular problems, high blood pressure. So if you have really peak type, you don't want to be going up and, and creating more kind of in, in like kind of chaos in the body. Um, any, if you've had any recent eye surgeries, retinal detachment, again, we don't want to cause any overstimulation in this region. Um, osteoporosis, seizures, stroke, major psychiatric conditions. So I'm saying major because I've had people who had been diagnosed with bipolar and they actually benefited greatly from, from this practice. Again, they needed to speak to their doctor and to have like an approval. And any acute infections or epilepsy, I would say would be the major, major ones that we go over. Yeah, that's fantastic. But you can it's breathe. Just, uh... I always, always say practice breathing regardless. We do something called yeah. perfect breath, inhaling through the nose, exhaling through the nose and we do that in cycles and we can do that for 20 30 minutes and it's just promoting relaxation ease in the body so if you're going through stress don't think like oh my god i can't do this and i'm stressful and I, i'm pregnant yeah you can so we can we can create a more down regulated breath for relaxation for you absolutely and on the show we've also talked about some breathing techniques that are for things like anxiety the the ones that have the interval i think it's called like interval breathing where you breathe in for four hold for four out for eight 
So those are all really good too. And you're not going to overly stress the body on those with long breath holds that are like, you know, 30 seconds to three, four minutes or whatever. So those are all great things to discuss. I remember that there were, I think it was the Grofs who had somebody in one of their classes who was pregnant. And at the time they didn't, maybe they weren't aware of contraindications and the person went into labor as far as I remember. And it was like early labor. So, you know, if you're, perhaps if you're, if you're overdue, um, you don't want to do super long breath holds, but you might want to do it to help induce labor because you can be doing breathing that is essentially like when you go into labor and you're doing the like there's there's actually those those like uh super intense breaths that happen in labor i didn't do them because you know i think i was in labor for a whole 37 minutes maybe and five pushes later and ziva like popped out like a freaking cannonball so um but that was because i was doing somatic body work actually during labor and I was doing that with myself and my midwives just kind of were there to support and watch me. <laughs> so I moved my body through labor. So uh, if you have these tools, it can be really helpful, whether you're going through labor, whether you're going into surgery and you're like really stressed out, knowing how to do perfect breaths can be really helpful. So even having somebody that can give you a few tips and tools on the breath work that works for you and your conditions is really important. So definitely connect with Nata. You can connect. Um, I think Nata, should I put your information your zen to motherhood gmail somewhere sure. um, but also if you can connect with natasha on the on instagram through a dm that is a great way to connect and then you know you can book some time to find out what breathwork works for you this is not free so you will need to pay for her time so just know that um i offer 15 minutes for free only for your first time for free to see if i'm if the coaching with me will work for you if you already know that breathing works for you and you just need some something that's more specialized you can connect with her so that you can get something that works for you i got slightly distracted by a random fly in my office because what is it doing here but it's breathing too so i'm just gonna let it breathe when we look at nature anyway, actually thinking about that, I look at nature and I look at animals when they've gone through through stresses or, or injuries and they have they have a natural tendency to do their own style of breath work. It's kind of fascinating. Did you ever notice that? Like you have a cat. So did you ever notice like your cat will do its own breath work in different situations? I feel like they sync up. They'll, she'll sync yeah. up to me. Or if I'm practicing breath work, she'll come and lay right on top of me and, and be in it with me. So, yeah. Oh, that's that is, cute. Yeah. Yeah. Animals just do, I think they just instinctively know what breath is going to help heal them. So whether they're doing uh, a deeper breathing, what I've watched animals who have had an injury go into really deep breathing and they'll just do really big inhales and really big exhales. It's really fascinating um, to watch that. Or if they have, they, if they are, you know, Worried is not necessarily a word you can put on animals, but, you know, if they're in um, in a state of alert, then their breathing will also change just like ours. So you can actually observe this in nature. We're not the only ones who do breath work. We're the ones who maybe unconsciously stop breathing, but a lot of other animals don't unconsciously stop breathing. So whatever it is in us that has us do that is kind of a fascinating thing to have because all other all the rest of nature knows how to keep breathing but we 
forget. So that's why we require coaches. We also forget how to have a lot of other things, pleasure and movement and all these other things. So that's why we have coaches for all of this stuff. We have a question in the chat room, Nata, that is, is this breath work the same as Tantra? Well, well, I was just thinking about that. Tantra, tantra comes from, from the yogic and, and pranayama. So it was it, it, not specifically the same types of breath hold, but yes, it is very similar to tantric breath and something. I've never um, studied tantra, but I've experimented with sensual breath work and reaching those levels and states. So it is similar. We are reaching a spiritual bliss. And again, you can do this on your own or with a partner, which is really beautiful. Um, but it is definitely invoking a natural psychedelic. Much like I tantra. love that. Yeah. So sensual breath work is not a word I've heard used around a lot. Mm. Um, so can you it. explain to the peoples what the difference between somatic breath work and sensual breath work is? So I just kind of came, I had never heard it either. I just, I was experimenting as I, as I build um, my ceremonies and I build them around music. So everything is curated to music. And that is how either we go into a rhythmic breath where we're matching the rhythm of the music, which is more of a sensual kind of tantric. Um, so I call it sensual breath work. That's what my playlist is called. So that's what just came through. So again, it's, it's curated to the music with the breath and how we can, and a lot, and also it has like a movement where it's like usually when you're doing breath where people are like laying down and they're straight and then their body does stuff. But like I like to move. Like movement is the whole somatic stuff too. It's just what does your body want to do? And so often like when we're in group ceremonies, I prompt people saying it's okay. Like it's okay for you to move your body. You have a mat. You know how how big your mat is. Be on your mat, but just be with you and allow that movement and flow to come in. So that's my sensual breath work. <laughs> Nice. I love it. It's, I was like, how have I never heard of this? But and yet at the same time, it feels like I've heard of it. So it's probably not out there in the world yet. But it is something that uh, if you consider that your body is sensing all things around you. So the soma is getting into the body. The sensual is actually the movement and experiential part of using all your senses. So I love that. that and there's essential, I use essential oils to really drop you in. You very like potent uh, essential oils to really open the heart and allow those pathways to kind of start opening and flowing. And it's a really beautiful practice. I can like feel people getting super, who are watching this and listening, getting like, oh, I want to do that. Yeah. So the, for the people who are like, so like turned on and craving this right now, how can they get a hold of you? What do they expect when they get a hold of you? Yeah, I would say I also do a, a free 20 minute call. So just if you book through my, if you have my links there in my link tree, my acuity, you can book a call and we can chat and kind of see what, what you're looking for, what, where if you're, if it's for yourself, it's for you and a partner, if you wanted a, like a playlist to kind of curate, it's very customizable. So yeah, just definitely reach awesome. out. I love that. So if those of you who, if, if you're looking at this and you can't find Natasha's link tree on one of the platforms or somehow the information is something you can't look at. Yeah, you can also message me and I can send that to you. So you can message me through melicayelenich.com. That's M-I-L-I-C-A-J-E-L-E-N-I-C.com. On occasion, uh, my cousin and I actually collaborate on things as well. So if you're like, you two together are some some sexy yum yum and I want to try that out. Yeah, just let us know. We we know we know that already. <laughs> so we 
between so I'm doing the somatic body work, which is part of the work that I've been doing for many, many years, and Naksha does the somatic breath work. If you can just imagine where your body could go and what your body could receive and experience through a session that's a combined kind of experience. Um, I'm just thinking, who wouldn't choose that, right? <laughs> so is the question on is this the same as tantra we now know that this is connected through pranayama yoga absolutely and through through the practice of breathing when you're talking about the central breath work what can you give an example or a way that um, you know for the practitioners at home who might want to just start with their partner trying to do some sensual breath work what mm. are some recommended uh, breathing that you would you would say would be a great way to start yeah beautiful great great question and even if you don't have a partner this is also very much for you but I like to when when working with partners just to sit connected perhaps like intertwined with your legs again building that connection and I would just start with just very uh, I, I always start with perfect breath just bringing in to connect with five in and five out, five in and five out. And we're forming a connection again with the eyes, our bodies are touching, we're creating safety, right? So we feel safe in our bodies and they feel safe with their body. And then we feel safe together. So I would say um, forming that connection would be really beautiful to start with. And then from there, you would move into more of the holotropic breathing. Um, and that could be while sitting together, or you can take space that the energies do ramp up. It's very intentional that they do ramp up so even if you had a little space in between you you can still feel that really deep connected energy which is very very beautiful and again if you're practicing on your own this energy is cultivated within you actually don't need a partner in order to reach these levels and states so if you're like i'm at home and i don't have it's great like right here <laughs> so just practicing this breath work is, is a beautiful connection with self and there's studies showing that it is it is connecting it people are feeling more of the oneness more of the connection so that would be the first step is to to really form that and I'll always also set some boundaries you know like is this going to lead to intimacy or are we just forming a bond because a lot of people have come to a very they're very distant with partners or they're holding on to resentment or shame or something that came up so I would establish some boundaries um whether this is going to lead us to intimacy or this is just let's just practice being safe with e with each other absolutely sound? boundaries are so important communication we talk about this is like key key things we talk about on the show communication curiosity and consent are the big three c's of this show so you know taking your curiosity through let's experiment with some breath work consent always and that consent involves those boundaries what are we willing to do and not willing to do and um, communication talking about that so using those three c's to absolutely connect with your partner and it could be the first time it might feel strange it might be like i have to say like first time breath work with my husband he was like or you know breathe doing some breathing together he looked at me like I was on crack and then I was like dude it's just breathing it's okay <laughs> so not that she knows my husband and I'm sure the imagine it was like wow Mike did breathing yes Mike go Mike <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and with with the communication like things are going to come up like you might be giggled it might be too much for someone they might be triggered they might have their own trauma surface and again it's all about holding space for what your partner is also going through or what you're experiencing in your body like oh this feels uncomfortable so instead of just running from it maybe 
journal about it. Like, this is what came up. This is what showed up in my body. This is what, you know, the shame looked like. And I just wanted to stop doing what I was doing. It's really important about to tap into the bodily sensations that are coming up. This is how we're going to be able to, to release more. So yeah, I love that. Absolutely. So all that connection, uh, just like we talk about in any of the stuff in the play with kink is having that aftercare, the discussions, the understanding what worked, what didn't work. So, you know, to me, I'm a huge fan of the aftercare is like tapping into the person and finding out if whatever is going on is working for them and how things can get adjusted so that they can work for them. We're heading off to our last commercial break. The show is almost over. We're going to come back with a few more nuggets of love and fun after this commercial break. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Milica Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life, and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email info at melitzayelenich.com now back to the program welcome back my sweet pleasure seekers today we have been talking about breathing those one that very necessary thing that occurs as soon as you come out of the womb is they check are you breathing and they used to slap you if you weren't so that can add a little fun to your life little spanking to get you breathing. No, we're not going to talk about that yet. That's on next week's episode on erotic asphyxiation. However, this can prepare your body for that. So your body, if you are going to do erotic asphyxiation of any kind, you need to know how to do breath holds and practicing this can be really helpful. Also practicing this type of work in order to be able to be present enough during, um, asphyxiation, erotic asphyxiation can be helpful. So you know when to give the trigger of when this is too much and also to help your body get the traumas out that may be associated with any lifetime, including this one where you might've felt oppressed, repressed, strangled or anything like that. So doing the breath work to assist your body to get the trauma out so that all the other fun and play that you're doing with kink can actually just be for pleasure although you can absolutely heal trauma through kink, then you want to actually be with somebody who's a practitioner of um, trauma work that you're going to do that with. So we talked about breath today. We talked about how it's, you know, there's different kinds of breath. Are there any things that you feel that we didn't touch on that you feel are really important for people to be aware of? 
I would say just to be to be gentle with yourself a lot of um I've had people who come to one session and then just like close that chapter like that was crazy I'm not going to go there again every journey is different every ceremony is different um again and it's all a lot of it is curated to, to music so really just finding what works and what not and I would also say that integration is the most important medicine of our time is integrating after after anything really after after an intimate relation um after a psychedelic journey after a breath work we want to integrate what comes up it's not just about okay that happened because then we're just doing the same thing we're just suppressing things and we're not honoring what is coming up for us and there's a lot of shame right and we're clearing a lot of collective shame and a lot of guilt and a lot of stories a lot of stories cute stories as you would say a lot of cute stories around pleasure and sensuality and what what's good and what's wrong, what's bad and all, all the stories. And so it's I feel that integration is important. Um, really having your own practice of, of journaling, having a coach to, to work with will help your journey. I remember coming out of my first psychedelic, uh, well, one of my first ones in, when I sat with ayahuasca and I had, I felt like I had no support of everything that just came up in these two days. I was like, I was just spinning. Um, and it is really important to have someone to talk to because things will come up. Memories will come up. People will share things when you're doing your deep healing. Your healing is now healing your ancestry. Your healing is now allowing those sacred movements to start happening of deeper forgiveness of allowing pleasure and play. And and so it, it shifts the quantum field. So I would just be prepared for that. A lot of forgiveness, a lot of, you know, for self, number one, for you choosing what is going to bring and spark joy and pleasure in your life. Because there's, again, the stories that hold us. So I would really just say, be gentle with yourself, integrate, integrate, and allow yourself to go deep in this integration. Um, and may that be through like a ritual. A ritual really helps to solidify when we're moving through transitional moments, these liminal spaces. So if we can solidify it with just even lighting a candle and taking 40 uh, half an hour to just journal and and see what came up for you what came up for me in, in this in this journey what what was triggered you know and just to honor that we are you know these multi-dimensional beings that are having this really epic human experience and like let's tap in that we're here to enjoy we're not here to be and live in suffering we're here to live with pleasure and joy and love in our life so allowing that is also again the opening and the forgiveness and as much as you want to close here when things come up or you know say you have revelations that you want to be with another partner or experiment something else or try kink or whatever it is it really is about having forgiveness for yourself and compassion for what is opening for you so I would say those are my like main things and, and integration is a staple in the work that I do um as we're human we're human integration is so key and like you were saying whether you're journaling or whatever whatever you happen to be doing a lot of times with energy work and releasing you also need to let your body move it out too so whether you're moving and grooving dancing all those other things that you've added to your breathwork ceremonial stuff and also having the discussions after uh, there's it's so important to not just feel abandoned because most people have abandoned thank you for listening to the pleasure zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. The Pleasure Zone returns next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.